0: Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure-positive podcast.
1: We're like the sex ed you wish you got. And then some.
2: In a chapter aptly named When Girls Go Wild in the New York Times bestseller Sex at Dawn, Christopher Ryan talks about female copulatory verbalizations, a.k.a sex sounds, and how females are always louder than males in bed. And not just humans, because this is sex at dawn, we're talking bonobos too. And for those of you lucky listeners who have heard all of the episodes in this series, you know that the birth of agriculturalism is what originally oppressed the innate wildness of women. The reason for this, we have discovered, is that our divine feminine leads us to use voice, breath, and movement to channel energy through us, be it with sex, birth, or a wild night of drunken karaoke, it is our natural method of processing this totally bananas existence. So in the studio today, we have a very special guest to show us all how to get wild again. Yeah, (laughs) get ready. She leads the Wild Women Experience Workshops on both the East and West Coast and just released her new book of sacred erotic poetry, Wild Open. Please welcome embodiment and intimacy coach, Rachel pringle er
0: <laughs> Obsessed. Can't even handle it. Okay, Rachel, we're so excited to have you here. Literally so excited. So what is the wild woman movement exactly?
3: I just realized when you said that, I'm like, I'm obsessed with the word, word wild. Like mm-hmm. I I love the word wild, whereas when I was younger, I I didn't like that because I associated it with like a derogatory term. And so I think it's like this reawakening of our femininity in a way that is societally not necessarily the norm. When we think of divine feminine, we think of like really calm and soft and like really beautiful and regal and royal. And when we think of wild in the old terms, it's like she's on the bar drinking, taking shots and being rambunctious. And like, what if the two were to meet? Mm -hmm. And that's what I think the wild woman awakening movement really is, is like, Freedom. You know, we're talking about Burning Man, like freedom to fully express ourselves and with our voice, with our breath and with our body and not in a sense to do it for someone else, but to be fully activated for ourselves. Mm. That's like, so yeah, so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> no, I'm,
0: I'm in this. I'm just, yeah. I'm crawling out of my skin right now because I'm so in this journey. I'm newly single. It's the first time I've been single and like sexually empowered. Mm. So, I'm experimenting with a lot of things I've never had the courage to experiment with. Fuck buddies, sex mm-hmm. parties as a single woman, dating for fun, doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it is a balance and it's a dance of discovering what you want versus what society says is okay. Yes. And also a balance and a dance of doing the things you want and then having the backlash of society saying it's oh my not God. okay. So just hearing the words you're saying is lighting me up and turning me on. I'm just so excited to be in this conversation yes. right now. <laughs> it's
3: my favorite favorite conversation in the world.
0: <laughs> so I want to
2: know, how, how does your own work plug into this movement?
3: You know, it's interesting. In the last, like, few weeks, I've just realized that, ev- like, everything that I do and have done is all this. Mm. It is— is is to awaken the raw female primal instinctual expression of who we are. And I, I remember I was saying this to my girlfriend the other day. I, five years ago, I was on my computer Googling like how to awaken my divine feminine. So for me, it was like, I, I am aware that I'm a beautiful woman. And so I, I'm, I've experienced projections of you're a beautiful woman. So you should know what, to do. And mm. I had no fucking clue what to do. <laughs> right. I had no idea. So it was like, if I have no idea, then other people, other women must feel this way as well. So I just everything that I do in my practice, I, I just dove really deep in. And then I created the Wild Woman experience to to free other women. I was like, if I'm and, and it's funny too, because when people say, oh, I created this thing for other people, yeah. I created this for myself because I knew that you teach what you most need to learn. I knew that if I put myself in that position, that I would have to own what I was expressing. So everything that I teach, I have to embody or else no one's going to listen to me. Mm -hmm. So it really was the thing that propelled me forward to experience, you know, my sexual pleasure, my rage, my shame, you know, all of these things that as women were taught not to feel, you know. So it was it was a journey that that I'm now obsessed with. And it's like my purpose in in every possible way. And we'll cover from workshops to one-on-one coaching to books, to media, to movies, to TV shows. It's like any possible way that I can get this into the world is just what I want to do.
0: So I'm really interested what started you on this journey. Was there sort of a moment in life or a pivotal, a pivot mm-hmm. or something that happened that had you say, I want to discover the wild woman I am? Tell me about that.
3: Yeah, well, I I was very uh, expressed when I was younger, very, very, very expressed, very in touch with my what we would call now like our radiance at a very young age, even before I was sexually active. I didn't lose my virginity till I was like almost 19, but I was very in touch with my sexual power. And I used it in very destructive ways. And not on purpose, but I was just experimenting. And I was learning my boundaries and I was young. And it was like, and I recognized I had this power and I had a number of experiences that basically um, were... The outside projections being like the backlash of, like, this is not okay. And I shut down and I went to, like, and as you say in the conscious community, to the light. <laughs> yeah. And I totally shut my expression down and I became more masculine, I would say. I became more of like a space holder and more like in, in the presence. And then when I met my now husband, I was just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> like, literally. No idea. And so that was just the brink of it. And he so beautifully just like pointed me, my face in it. And he was like, own your, who you are.
0: So what were you, when you were doing as a, a child, was it actually destructive or was it just society telling you that it was destructive?
3: It was a little bit of both. In the okay. beginning when I was younger, it was just society telling me like, it was the the, the silly young things like in, in high school where it's like, I like this guy, so you can't like him, but every guy liked me and then I was made wrong for it. And so it was that struggle. And then later in my life, in my 20s, when I was living in New York, I was I had become fully aware of what I could do with my superpower and I played with it and I would go out and I would just see what I could do, you know, and it was, and it was fun for me because I was learning a boundary. I never did anything really, I would say bad per se, Mm. but there was, there was a few instances where, you know, in my twenties, I kissed a guy that my friend really liked, mm-hmm. and like that wasn't okay. And I get that now, even though at the time it was like he likes me. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. But totally. I'm a, I'm also aware of like I wasn't really into him. I just did it because I knew I could, and I was mm-hmm. playing with that power. Got it. Got so it. it's like our radiance is a superpower, and we have to learn how to be responsibly wild. That's like Responsi-
0: oh, I love that responsibly wild. That's the yeah. movement
3: really that I, I think is like. You, being irresponsible with this energy is super destructive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same with like free love. And like I experience women who are coming up to my husband and I'm like, you better fucking watch yourself. Right? <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs>
0: well, it sounds like you were able to somehow naturally harness mm-hmm. this ability at a young age. Whereas I think a lot of women listening yes, who maybe are totally beautiful and successful and blah, 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 have no idea how to harness this. Yeah. So there's both ends of the yeah. spectrum, which mm-hmm. is really, I think, powerful. You naturally stumbled into how to harness it, which I think was probably a guided thing for you, so mm-hmm. you could teach people how to do this. But there's a lot of women out there, I'm I'm listening to you, and I know I'm a beautiful woman, and I don't exactly know how to harness it in the way that you're describing, in a way that, uh, you know, in this season we're we're talking a lot about sex magic and mm-hmm. manifesting through mm-hmm. your your sexual ability. And I'm very interested in learning how to harness my wildness mm-hmm. and my manifestation mm-hmm. in this conversation, yes, yeah, totally yeah. Like, I mean, My mom used to have a saying about
1: me when I was in middle school and high school, and she used to say, she would say this in front of me, and she'd be like, yeah, Madison's got her librarian bun up Monday through Friday, and the second Friday hits, she takes out her ponytail and whips her
3: hair.
1: (laughs) And just so you paint the picture, my house was totally the party house every weekend. I can tell divorced Divorce
3: parents.
1: (laughs) I battled with being, like, I kept this image of being like, over straight A's, like mm-hmm. I had a four point two in high school.
3: Jesus, <laughs>
1: I know what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> uh, and at the same time, being totally the party slutty girl,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, friends with everybody, never really my own clique. But yet, I was a curator. I was a leader. I was misunderstood, but I was admired. Mm-hmm. And I've carried that with me. Um, and and currently, I'm in an I'm in a non monogamous marriage right now with with my husband. It was his idea.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: we all know that's not true.
1: <laughs> and thank you. I love how you guys know me so well. <laughs> oh my
0: god, so you guys oh, did
1: the even Rachel. Nice, laugh. yeah. Rachel <laughs> <laughs> and I, <told laughs> I was like, like shit. She I, I like, knew from sh- the
3: moment I met you, girl. <laughs> yeah, girl. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and 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 it's been h- harnessing the wild woman to has been the thing for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Being wild, mm-hmm. that comes super easy. Mm-hmm grounding that wildness in something that makes a
0: difference is where I find like the greatest opportunity for growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love, I love the sugar you bring in your husband and Rachel, you've mentioned your husband in a couple of your, your shares today as well. And, you know, we know that you've been doing a lot of powerful work with your husband Mm -hmm. on this and he was one of the conduits to have this conversation come alive. So can you share with us what's
3: in it for the male counterparts in this conversation? Oh my God, there's like so much. And I mean, the thing I think the biggest misconception is like, again, what does the word wild mean? And I was so confused at what I, he was always like, I want more fire, I want more wild. And I I thought, oh, you were so sh-. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was so I'm sh- sorry. Girl, I was so <laughs> shut down sexually. You have no idea. Like I shut it all the way down.
0: Okay, because who you are sitting in front of me, I am... Flabbergasted that your husband would ever describe you as that. Yeah. So it's such a metamorphosis, yeah. which is so inspirational for our listeners to know you can Thank get you. from point A to point B. Because the woman in front of me, I would never describe as lack of fire.
3: And I have, <laughs> and I have so much more to go. There's, I'm aware that there's so much more in me. That's the thing, right? Is like people are looking at you and viewing you and projecting onto you what they think you are. And mm-hmm. so I look a certain way and I am I am and have always been embodied but I didn't know how to harness that responsibly. And so he he yeah the going back the association I was like I thought wild meant dramatic. And mm-hmm. and so I was I'm not a dramatic person. I'm not. I'm like it's I'm so deeply into conscious human development and how to create connection that drama doesn't make sense to me. So I was confused by that. And then we went to this uh, incredible Tantra course and he had to do this practice where he had to be present and I had to scale him on his presence. And I had to react with my voice and my breath when I, how he was showing up in his presence. And I fucking like screamed. So I was just like, (gasps) I was so pissed because I was like, I want your fucking presence. Where are you? And then afterwards he was like, more Mm. more more oh my god this is what i want and i was like what (laughs) what i was so confused you know i didn't know you
0: could be that expressive with him
3: and i didn't know that's what he meant by fire he like men want a conscious male want you to be their mirror They want you to be the divine feminine who's like, this is how you can stand in your truth. And so they want you to stand up to them and they want you to meet them in that space. And so I didn't know that. I was always more, again, connected to the divine feminine that is like soft and surrendered. And like, I'm super good at that. I was always good at that. Like, I can surrender and submit in the loving like that. But to rise up, I was scared of that. I was scared of my own power because of the past, of what I did in the past. Mm.
0: Well, and you point to that. I would say not all men are receptive to that. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) It takes a really extraordinary, complete man to be receptive to that and to ask more, and that is the type of man that all of us women who are heterosexual should be striving for. So you have an extraordinary man, yes, and that's amazing. But Mm -hmm. I just want to point out that my last relationship, and I think a lot of women out there, like, I don't know if my husband would Be willing to do that. So, what do you have to say to the listeners out there who are not with a quote unquote woke man who is willing to be with that communication?
3: Why are you with him? Mm. (laughs) It's as simple as that. I think the most important thing is us being fully expressed. Mm -hmm. Like that, that is our superpower. Men and women both need to be fully expressed. We need to fully express ourselves so that we can heal our traumas and our wounds and we can be the, the full. You know, sacred, masculine, divine, feminine, be in our full radiance, whatever it is, it's like taking away gender, being in our presence, being in our creation mm-hmm. it's like the communication is what's needed, and if you can't communicate when someone isn't being present with you, then why the fuck are you still there? wow,
0: I'm not
3: yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly I'm not, and you can and that's not to say like yeah. you, my husband and I have done so so much work around this and our communication level now compared to when we first got together is like amazing Mm -hmm. but we are we're both deeply willing and if there's a willingness anything can happen
0: yeah Mm -hmm. well and it sounds like a non-negotiable for you as a man who had a growth mindset and was willing to be in this conversation with you
3: absolutely thousand
0: percent yeah
1: yeah let me tell you something if my husband stopped being willing tomorrow yeah I would file for a divorce tomorrow. Yeah. Just swear to God, the only thing that has me be married is both of our willingness. Listen, if I wasn't willing tomorrow, yeah. I would go file for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck is a marriage? I was just having the weirdest conversation y- yesterday with uh, our roommates who got married three months before us. And we're all in non-monogamous, polyamorous relationships as of a year ago. <sighs> so, welcome to hell, bitches. Just kidding. <laughs> or heaven. <laughs> like, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. And we happen to go through the same things at the same time. So, this mm. last weekend, of course, we have mirror experiences of epic fails. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same situation. Another woman involved that we, me and my partner, have been pursuing. They had the same thing. We all have the same outcome, which is me and other wife both felt not connected to our partners. Mm-hmm. We both happened to have dates this weekend with our respective female, the third, Mm -hmm. and both proceeded to be unclear, not confident, and leave that woman feeling like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. And it's been particularly interesting to see that, okay, we're processing this on our own in our own marriages individually. Crazy that it's happening at the same time maybe it's cuz we live each other maybe because it's fate who knows i just know that had i not has had life be any different than it is right now i don't know that um my husband and i would have made it through mm-hmm. not because we weren't willing but because we didn't have that other person willing to hold us to account to be willing mm-hmm. and it's a constant reminder from the other person you know like Anytime the D word is brought up, divorce. Yeah,
0: oh, I thought you were just talking about Dick. I was like, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. which D <laughs> word like, are we talking D- about? <laughs> double yeah. penetration. Yes, exactly. Dick. Yes. Dildo. There's a lot of D words. Double
1: sided dildo. <laughs>
0: That's a double
1: um, D word. Yeah, it's a double D. It's a double D dildo. That <laughs> is just, and now I forget where I'm going with this. <laughs> Thank you. It Fuck was it, it, it. was a very complex thought. It was a complex thought. And, and, so just to wrap up the complexity of it, the, the willingness is the only thing yeah. that has me be willing mm-hmm. to even go on. Mm-hmm. And I just shared with my, you know, the other wife, that my, one of my best friends, she's a wife as well. Um, we all live together. I said, we do this work as married people so that when we go out
3: yeah.
1: and say hello to the world and they see Mr. and Mrs., mm-hmm. they don't see all the shit that led us up to even showing up here. Mm-hmm. And that's the work as married people I think that we do mm-hmm. is, 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 is to inspire and is to encourage. But it is not to say that it's a fucking easy ride. Oh, no. my God. No. Be prepared to fight. Be prepared to be ugly. Be prepared to take your iPhone fucking whatever and throw it at the wall. <laughs> I did that twice last week. Felt good.
0: Is that how you lost your phone?
1: No. (laughs) That was ironic. That was, we went on a date Sunday night with a woman and I had told my husband all week. I was like, I was a no from the beginning when he asked. I was like, I'm just not feeling it. Like, normally I'm good, but like I just want to go on a date with you. He was out of town for two weeks. Whatever, whatever. We ended up going on this date. Cause I was like trying to make it work, trying to be the cool wife, trying to take one for the uh. team, trying to take one for the cool girl, take
0: one for the team. It
1: never works. I know, <gasps> it never so, works. So we went to dinner, and you know, it was like getting to the point of let's hang out after. And I just had to be like, Oh, well, you, you know, you have your, uh, you have something going on, because she had something going on after. She actually had a plan after ours. So I was like bringing the whole, you should do what you said. Mm-hmm. You should leave the date. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no. But, well, not exactly, <laughs> I was but. I was trying to avoid the yes. thing to say, and she yes. picked up on that. She's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. She's very woke. She's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and let you guys talk. So when she And while she was gone, my husband says to me at this dinner, he's like, you better tell the fucking truth right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said it to me so stern mm-hmm. that I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'll tell the truth. And so she comes back to the dinner table, and I just laid it out. And I was like, look. We have. My, I have not felt the connection with my husband all week that I've wanted to feel since he was gone for two weeks. I don't want to do this tonight. And I had to say that, and I don't like saying that. And what I realized is that is the same exact thing, and I'm going to leave it at this. That is the same exact mentality that had me sleep with 99.9% of the people that I fucking slept with before mm-hmm. my husband, is the well, I don't want to do this, but okay. So yeah. let me evaluate the situation. So I should do this because it'll be make me be cool and like I won't <sighs> at least I won't get hurt and like he won't go and tell his friends this. And I can honestly sit here today confidently and say, I had I not had that mindset, I probably wouldn't have
0: set sex with ninety nine point nine percent of the people mm-hmm. that I had sex with.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I'm on, I'm on the other spectrum of that. Speaking of wild women, I was the other spectrum of that before clit talk. I said no to 99% Mm. of the things that were thrown my way because of what society said. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to know from you, Rachel, is what advice can you give to people on both ends of the spectrum, right? The Mm. people who said yes to 99% and and the people who said no to 99% because i'm now newly discovering now that i have no strings attached
1: mm-hmm.
0: what i want like is there a process in the workshops that you do is there like a process for discovering this is yeah. there a way to kind of mm-hmm. because i don't know what i'm
1: doing yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're so you're, hot. you're
3: not a, you're not alone i think i mean the most i think the most important thing is we have to learn about our own pleasure That's like the number one thing, and that's it's never taught anywhere. And and so I think the yeah, and (laughs) and to cultivate, when we we learn about our own pleasure, we're cultivating our feminine shakti. So that means movement. Like, okay, talking about sexadon, perfect example. They're talking about making noise while you're having sex. Are you making noise when you're masturbating? Loud? No, because
0: I live with my mom right now. Okay, that's a good one. But I'm saying like those are the things. It's temporary. It's only a it's month. Only- it's like a month two situation. I had so to get the
3: fuck out of my old situation. So you go to Burning Man and find a playa. Oh, Burning end. Man,
0: I will be that's loud so AF.
3: But there's that's the interesting thing, right? Is like we're as women. It's like okay, when we're having sex with another person, we're really loud and we're expressive because we're doing it for them. But it's like, mm-hmm. are we? Like I noticed that in myself that I was, I was more quiet when I was doing a pleasure practice. And then I had that awareness and I was like, I need to know what my own pleasure sounds like with no one around right? so that I can understand my being, my body, my voice, my breath, and also how to use all of those things to cultivate more pleasure. Like how, if, I can, if I do this breath, this is going to create more of this. And then the other thing that goes for both ends of the spectrum is we have to know our boundaries. And so we have to experiment to know our boundaries. And the cool girl thing is like something
0: <sighs> Is this something I you teach know. in your workshops, like how to, how to I, do
3: this? <laughs> I go well, the, the workshop is basically so let me give you a rundown. You yeah. start off, I do I do breath work um that opens up the physical and subtle body. And clears out the nadis and the meridians. So you're clearing out the channels in your system. So you're opening your system and then you do hip rocking, which activates your shakti energy. You're bringing it into your body. Mm -hmm. Then we start to get into movement and then we go into voice release. So the nadis clearing, the meridians clearing, bring up trauma or wounding. So then we release it. So if like, Remembering anger and your experience, you go to that and you express the anger because that's what's hiding in our body, right? It's like Mm -hmm. this anger that you have towards your ex boyfriend or towards your husband for not being connected. It's like, oh, we can get over it. I'm the cool girl. It's fine, baby. I know you were blah, blah, blah. No, you were really fucking angry and you need to express it.
1: Mm. Like, you need, and, and it doesn't
3: mean you need to express it to him. It just means, and what's even more powerful about it is like being witnessed by women in your pain. It's, it doesn't mean that like he's wrong it just means Mm -hmm. you felt a certain way and you need to own that feeling and express it then it can leave your body
2: Hey there clitorati, it's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and clit talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awakened CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So, I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they they would partner with Clit Talk and they were an overwhelming yes. So now you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code clittalk Talk10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high.
3: Mm-hmm. So you go into voice release and then you go into, I take you through an archetypal feminine dance embodiment. So it's like you're going through being a little girl, joyous, fun, then you're going into like rebellious and like discovering my body and then you're like I'm a fucking badass, I don't give a fuck I smoke cigarettes, I like fuck whoever I want. <laughs> and then you go into shutdown, shame. Someone told me this, someone shut me down. You feel all of these fi- things cuz most women have this exact story. It's like you're you become expressed And then you're shameful. Or even if you haven't fully become expressed, you're, like, feeling body shame. You're, like, or sexual shame or, like, gender shame or all of these Mm -hmm. food shame. The list goes on. And then it ends really going into, like, your full sensual, sexual empowerment. Like... You want a man to pleasure you in this way, pleasure yourself first in that way. You want a man to touch you in this way, touch yourself in this way. You know, you you listen to like a love song and you're like, thinking about my man. What if you were thinking about yourself (laughs) when that song was playing? When it's like, I want to be with you forever, your being wants to be with you forever. There is like this gap that we all exist in and we're constantly closing it between our our spirit and our physical vessel because we, we, we trap all our trauma in our physical vessel. Our spirit is fucking free as fuck and is like, yes, yes. And <laughs> then our, our physical body has like the trauma of like a breakup or this guy looked at you after a threesome that happened to me and he gave me this look that, that haunted me for like eight years. Wow. Yeah. It was like, I was curious. I was excited. This was super fun. And then he looked at me and I was like, <laughs> you know like completely shut down wow, that lived yeah. in my body I was like this until I met my husband and then I, you have to break it out of your body
0: I wonder how many shutdowns women carry around with them unconsciously
3: oh my god
0: yeah probably all of them and we just and we just yeah. shove them down yeah until you do something like this mm-hmm. that has them actually get healed Marty
4: is, is that a practice that has to be witnessed in order to be effective no
3: can- I mean it, it's Massively effective because it's powerful. Um, when everyone is screaming, it gives you permission to scream. Mm. Um, but I do this practice by myself all the time. Yeah. You know, whenever I'm alone in the house, it's like the first thing I do.
4: You know, it it so much what you said impacted me, it, particularly about like really connecting with self pleasure. Mm-hmm. I I used to be kind of a masturbation queen, right? Mm-hmm. That was I was. I oh, had a high libido, and I was my own best friend. And recently, I ended a relationship with a man that was by far the best lover of my life, mm. and I have stopped masturbating because mm-hmm. it's like, well, what's the point? Because it yes. just like it, it just pales in comparison. But now, when you're talking about allowing myself to vocalize mm-hmm. and like really, and then and then I think if. If I'm being totally honest, I wasn't actually in love with this man, Mm -hmm. but this man was a mirror for me that had me be so in love with myself, Mm. and that I have never. And like it still break. The breakup breaks my heart because I have never been loved like that by Mm -hmm. someone. Mm -hmm. You know. I know Lindsay knows this this relationship, and it was so powerful for me. And I wish that I could have loved him back like that, but just mm-hmm. to to be loved like mm-hmm. that. And so it makes perfect sense that I was opened up to it uh, to a level of sexuality mm-hmm. and pleasure mm-hmm. that I've never accessed before. But mm-hmm. really, I was loving me yes. through him yes. through his reflection. So, like I. I'm getting for myself that I don't really need him to yeah. access that. That was all within me. Yes. That's what he you was know? that's what he was mirroring back. And I've got a big ass house and I don't have any roommates. <laughs> you can be as loud as you want. I can yeah. be as loud, like I'm I, it's never occurred to me. And the other
3: thing that I would really invite all of us to do, this is a practice that I just recently started doing is when you're masturbating and when you're in your pleasure practice two things um number one make your pleasure practice so much more than just stroking your pussy like m- everything is pleasure so like have the pleasure practice be a full experience like put on the thing you want to put on put on the music you want to put on like i will spend you know a, f- a full hour just stroking my legs before i even get there yeah, you know? well, it's
4: funny because we all wear lingerie and sexy things for our partners. But exactly. really, if I get turned on by exactly. that. I get turned on that whole half hour that I'm like trying on every different outfit and just yeah. like... That's it, that that what you just said, trying the on the outfit. Putting on an outfit for myself. That's crazy. But yes. That's, and that's the,
3: that's the deepest piece, right? Is we have been so deeply programmed to un- to think that pleasure is for someone else. I feel like
2: uh, everything you're saying about movement and releasing on sound is so good for—like, I'm in Lamaze classes mm -hmm, right now, and mm -hmm. it's all about, like, moving and how do you move with your partner to, like, rotate the baby, and, like, I'm going for a natural birth. So, um, I feel like—do you do classes for pregnant women and then— Postpartum, also, because That's all a of a sudden it idea. becomes about the baby. Yes. And the mom go. it's like not about the mom anymore. Yeah. And um, there's like mommy baby groups, but what if there was a class for for moms to really release and stay connected to their body in this new way? Because your body's just gone through like a trauma. Not, it's a beautiful trauma. But
4: yeah, oh, no, but you're it's, right. make no mistake. No yeah.
3: yeah. I, I, I fully receive that. Thank you. I mean the class the the workshop has I've had 17-year-olds to like 72-year-olds. So it's really an and transgender fem identified who, whoever wants to come and experience this besides a straight male who's just trying to creep on women. Like it's <laughs> it's for everyone, but I I the, interest, the thing that comes up in me is like, am I equipped because I haven't given birth to hold that space? I do believe that. But I wonder if people, like, I would love to. I love, the, the thing I love most is holding space for women to experience themselves.
2: It'd really cool themselves. series. Like, my Lamaze series was like a five- that's a great idea. Series, and just to prepare the couple, you know, you could do it together. I don't know. I just think that sounds like so much fun, and it's on another level of, like, what I've been doing in my Lama's class. Well, and
0: it's, yeah. it's so the conversation we're having here, and Rachel, I almost want to ask you, we have a free pleasure course that we give out for anyone who signs up for our newsletter. And it's exactly this conversation. Yes. It's exactly discovering what self-pleasure is to yeah. you. We've had different experts share their tips. Um, we would love for you to be a part of it as well. You're so thousand, in this conversation. Uh, 100 percent. Um, but, but, of just like, yeah, like but, sharing this. This is such an important conversation for everybody. Yeah. And especially for women. Mm-hmm. And I've never had the experience of moaning loudly, it's Mm -hmm. always been better for me with another person. So the challenge of what would it be like to really have the sex of my life with myself?
3: Mm -hmm. And the (laughs) the last thing that I wanted to say is when we're masturbating, instead of fantasizing about sex or someone else, fully being in pleasure to yourself, just fully to yourself. And that's a new practice for me. And, And I was in it in a sense, but literally... Getting yourself to come an orgasm fully from like you in your full expression—it's like it is such a trip and a half. And it's, it's talking about sex magic and manifestation, like because it's uncomfortable, right? We're like, oh, we need another person. It's like, no, you don't. Like you are the you are the freaking you are the maker of everything, and you invite someone in. They're just he's just calling that out of you. That's already there.
2: Oh All right, listeners. Next time you got your house to yourself, Yes. It is I. I, yes, I know. My next challenge is the self-pleasure serious. challenge.
1: Yeah, and seriously, I mean, Miss Katie Roberts, Miss yeah. Rachel Pringle It sounds like there's a Wild Woman Click yeah. Talk collaboration for
0: oh, yeah.
1: the new woman. An well, and I'm new a nurse, mother. too. Yes.
0: Yeah. It sounds like there's a potential. I love this. Let this. me know if you need a theme song for the Wild Woman Workshop.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. this is a great idea. Lindsay, will you please sing our theme song right now? Riff
0: on some. Okay. Tell me a couple of the attributes of the Wild Woman workshop
3: that you would want in a theme song. Raw. uh, Surrendered. Fully expressed.
0: Ooh, you know you're raw. It's time to surrender. It's time to let your
2: She just does she just does this on the fly all the time. She's like, oh it's my a, god. a magic box.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, she can literally shit that out for you. That
0: was,
3: that was unbelievable. Wow. It's
0: recorded. You have a theme song. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Oh my
3: god. Now the
0: Clit Talk theme song happened. Uh, yeah.
3: wow, wow. Thank you, Dan. That was powerful
1: as fuck. And it's literally how the Clit Talk theme song happened, because we were like, what should our like, song be when the podcast plays on the Spotify one or the tick, iTunes. One we I
2: want all it. these words in it, please. <laughs> yeah. And then she just goes and we're like, that's it, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. And we're done. $3,000.
3: Effortless. It's oh, yeah. effortless. <laughs> that makes for
0: grand. I'm no, just kidding. Yeah. No, it was free. Um, yeah. I am so excited by this conversation. Mm. So, Rachel is... What what should our listeners know about your workshops? I want you to read a poem mm. from your book. Um Rachel has a book that is called Wild, Wild Open. Open. You can get it on Amazon. Amazon right now and we're in talks of creating an audiobook as well. <laughs> yes. Um will you read us a poem sure. from your book?
3: Oh my gosh. Okay. Can you read the page And number? tell us a little bit about the book first, too.
0: Are okay. these all your poems? Just so our listeners have no context.
3: This book was written out of um, extreme heartache and heartbreak uh, and m- my biggest sexual awakening. And um, I, I wrote the story that turned into a script that turned into poetry, and it just kind of came. And I was like, who the fuck?
4: wrote this
3: (laughs) and I still feel that sometimes I read it I'm like I don't even know I feel I feel deeply honored that it came through me um but it's really uh my desire as a female I really like erotica but I was finding that like male erotica was like just like eh, boring (laughs) and just like lacking connection and then I found that female erotica was also boring and too soft. And so I was like, can these two like meet together? And can we feel like sex to me is 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 like a chance to open portals to different dimensions and like to experience ourselves in our most fully expressed. So like I wanted to invite women into that knowing so that when we're in our pleasure practice or when we're in our partner practice, we can invoke these feelings and like awaken our like Thunder and lightning that exists.
0: So you're basically Judy Bloom means cr- meets Christian
3: Gray. Actually, my, my <laughs> close, my, my tagline is 50 Shades of Gray meets Rumi. Mm. So it's like Rumi to like me is quotes? like, I was like, Rumi's like, like soul erotica. It's like so stunningly Ooh. beautiful, and you feel like, wow. And, and Christian Gray is like hot ish. <sighs>
0: Well, I'm so excited that you
3: brought a few copies. I'm yeah. literally so Yeah, ready. I think you'll like it. I'm Okay, so let me yeah. see it. Let me, I'm going to just, I'm just
1: going to, okay. Let us know what page number it's on though, for the blog. Yeah, this is page
3: number. I'm not choosing. Okay. All right. This is, <clears throat> this is page 59 and it's called three. Oh, the unearthly joy of experiencing your minds drifting into mine. I wanna watch you fuck. I wanna pleasure my whole body at the image of you thrusting your consciousness into her, witnessing you, watching me, watching you. You both dripping with each other's pure fluids, bathing in the rarity of our togetherness. My loins run so hot, yearning for the patience of our energies melting, melding, merging, I never imagined I'd be so simply satisfied with the thoughts coming alive in my mind. Fucking in my mind. You. Her. Me. Opening me by opening her. Opening her by trusting me. Thrusting your devotion and commitment deep into the passageway of her heart. Reminding her that you'll never leave. By knowing me, you are simply knowing deeper into her. I relish in witnessing you, feeling the union of our souls bathed in erotic exposure, the willingness to let the thoughts be worn as clothes, only to be ripped off in the fury of our naked truth.
0: Oh, uh, oh my God. <laughs> I, I'm like, That was
4: amazing. Uh, Your face. I was holding my breath that
1: entire time. I forgot to breathe. I'm holding in my squirt because this is a carpet beneath me.
4: (laughs) Holy shit! Thank you.
1: I take it it's called number three because that was about a life-transforming
3: threesome. It's it's uh it was birthed out of my my husband and I were open for a period of time and we had a very uh, destructive experience which actually led to a really the most powerful experience ever. Um, and I was connected to a couple that was very, very powerful. And so there's like a, a whole chapter on her, primarily her. He's in there a little bit. <laughs>
0: uh, nice. Amazing. Uh, wow. And you, you said come alive, which is so crazy because that's the name that's of our event. Time, when you said come alive, we're all we're like, but uh, then, yeah, but it's spelled C-U-M. Then shit came yes. out of our mouth. And you that's said what, that. so
3: yeah. Like, uh-huh. That's ah! my- Yes. Oh my god,
0: breathtaking. Thank you. Brilliant. Yeah. Amazing. Where can people find you? How do we connect you? How do we take your workshops?
3: Uh, you can find me on Instagram, positive Pringle, positive Pringle, like my last name. And my website is IamRachelPringle.com. And my book is linked to all of those, Wild Open. So, Rachel, thank you
0: so much for taking time out of your evening and being here. Oh, my gosh. We're also turned on and lit up by this conversation <laughs> yes. in every sense of the words. You are radiant, and I love the stand of who you are for, for women, Really being there. What I hear is like you're just really a stand for women to be their true, authentic selves in yeah. literally every single area of their lives, yes. and be able to harness that power so they can manifest everything that they want.
4: Yes,
3: yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I, I like. I could literally sit and talk about this for like hours. It's so. It's just my favorite conversation, yeah. and I'm grateful for you guys for bringing this to the world because clit is what people need, man. It's serious. Yeah, Aww. Thank
0: you. The feeling is mutual. We're on the forefronts of this conversation together. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for being here. We love you. And to all of our listeners out there, we hope you guys are as turned on as we are right what? now. Because what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and we love you. And we will. We'll see you next Tuesday. Yes. Mm. Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe. But only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated and thank you.